I'm Michael Buffer here, and let's get ready for Stat Sports. I'm super pumped to be back at Hofstra, hanging out with Matt Sarah, my coach and uh, mentor in life <laughs> and everything else. Al Jermaine, you know, teammates. So just be here with them just to hang out and then also hang out, you know, everybody from Hofstra, kind of where it all started for me. It's super cool. Yeah. You could flash back to the college Chris Wyman and give him advice on everything that would happen from then to now. What would you say? To myself? Yeah. Like, what would I say to myself? Yeah. A college Chris Lyman to you right now. Holy crap. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna do some things in your life you can't even imagine because I had no idea I was going to be living this type of life. Um, you know, from obviously, like, money and people, autographs yeah. and coming here, you know, like. Doing these little interviews with people like me. I had like no me. hope. Yeah, I had no hope. I had no desire, really, to even yeah. do that. Um, and it just kind of it started becoming a part of my dream, not to have those yeah. things, but I fell in love with fighting, and then fighting ended up having those things attached to it. So um, I would tell me, like, I would tell myself that right now you're playing World of Warcraft and you're having fun. <laughs> you know, you're doing pretty good wrestling, but your life is going to get pretty exciting. Uh, lots of ups and downs, but crazier than you could have imagined, yeah. When did you know that was the dream, to be the UFC MMA fighter? Um, honestly... I went down to Matt Sarah's Academy. Uh, I did three months of jiu-jitsu with the gi on. I went down, I did a, a, my first grappling tournament, and uh, I beat all, all the guys, 13, 13 opponents. I did the absolute division, which is like, you know, every weight class combined, so big, small. And I submitted everybody, and I won $1,000. I won a championship belt, a $2,000 clothing sponsorship. And I had wrestled my whole life. I never made, made a dollar. Yeah. So, right. Was that a big deal, the $2,000? Oh, at that are you point? kidding me? I was so broke. I was living in my parents' basement. I had a baby on the way. Yeah. I was making $12,000 a year as, an, as a, a volunteer assistant coach at Hofstra. Yeah. So to, to, to make that money, I was just like, I could do this every month and make more yeah. money than I'm making, you know, as, as, you know, doing my job and killing myself, too. So it's like I, I just fell in love. I'm like, I love competing. And I think MMA is the absolute competition you, you can put yourself through. You know, as a man, so I just uh, I fell in love. When I think of Long Island and I think of UFC fighters, I think of you at the top of the list: Baldwin, Hofstra, Nassau community, all of that. Just w w what does it mean, Long Island, to you? I mean, shoot, I've never really left Long Island. You know, born, raised here. Um, a lot of my family is all here. You know, uh, yeah, Nassau Community College, Hofstra, Hofstra again for my masters, my gym here, my whole fight career is Long Island. So yeah, everything about me is attached to Long Island. I love Long Island. What's your favorite spot to go? Pizza, bagels, anything like that? Man, I'm going to offend too many people with this. This is, uh, yeah, I got, I got some good places. I got a couple places in Dix Hills. I can't, I don't want to mention names okay. because honestly, it's, I, I it's, understand. It's, it's not, There's a lot of politics. You can't, I don't want to get killed next time I go into one of these yeah. places, but Long Island, between the bagels and the pizza, I mean, you just can't beat it. What do you want the fans to know about you? Like, if they never watched you fight before, what do you want them to think to describe you as a fighter? As a fighter? Yeah. Um, I'm a guy, I, I think, I appreciate, I, I mean, I'm a guy that's only fought the best guys in the world every single fight. 
win or lose, I come forward, I put it all on the line. I always risk everything. And um, I never asked for an easy fight. I'm just always top five guys in the world for my last 12 fights. Uh, I got into the UFC super early, you know, 4 0. And was always, right away, I was on the main card, you know, and, and just short notice fights. And I just, I took a lot of risks and it paid off, you know. Sometimes it didn't, but I still was able to accomplish my goals. You talk about not taking easy fights. I mean, you beat Anderson Silva twice in six months. Just how do you kind of put that into words, what that whole journey and everything that entailed after it was like? Yeah, no, that was surreal because, you know, my goal was – I never really accomplished my goal my whole life as a, as a wrestler. You know, I yeah. became a four-time college All-American, um, but I wanted to be a national champion. And then I pursued my Olympic dreams of becoming an Olympic gold medalist. I didn't do it. I failed. And um, I was at a point where it's like, man, I – I'm a pretty good athlete. I've accomplished a lot, but I never actually accomplished my goal. And when I got into MMA, that's my goal. It was to be, become world champion. It was to beat Anderson Silva. And to, so fi to finally accomplish my goal in one night, you know, beating Anderson Silva, knocking him out, and then also winning that belt, world championship belt for the first time, there was, it was a super surreal feeling. It was, you know, I finally did it, you know. When you had that belt around your, your body after that win, just how do you describe what that meant? I mean, it, I was in a sense of, uh, it was it was like a dream. It was like a dream um, come true. But it was like, you know, I, I knew I was going to beat him, but the feeling. Why did you know you were going to beat him? Um, I just knew he didn't he didn't have what it took to beat me. <laughs> I just. I that's just, not arrogance. That's just I, pure I knew confidence. it was meant to be. Yeah. I was on a, on a quest. I was going to beat him. I was going to beat him twice. And there was nobody going to stop me. And, um, yeah, so. I knew I was going to do it, but then to actually do it. And, and you know, I, I thought I was going to submit him. Um, but to knock him out, a guy who's never been knocked out, who's never been beat, um, especially on the feet, you know, it just was uh, a crazy experience. Crazy moment for sure. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Thank have you, a good, have, enjoy that. tonight. Thank you. <laughs>